Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 70 energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, and energetic business mentor. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. And this show is for those of you looking to really go beyond that basic wellness stuff and really create a life that you love. And so that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. We get to the point so that you can walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. So if you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode, mini-sode. Today, we're diving into emotional eating. Like I said, I've done some other ones on this, some deeper dives. This is going to be a mini-sode for you to kind of get the Coles notes and then definitely go back and listen to the other ones as well. So what is emotional eating? It's exactly what it sounds like. It is eating to feed your emotions versus your body. This is known as stress eating or eating in response to a triggered emotion. Now, there's a big difference between emotional eating and eating for pleasure. You can eat for pleasure that isn't necessarily derived by emotions, right? Emotional eating is like an emotion is triggered and then you use eating as a mechanism to soothe it, if that makes sense. So essentially it's the result of an unhealthy relationship with food. And instead of seeing it as what it is, you are giving a value of it as something else. So you become attached to it, you give it emotions, you personify it, you you do all these things, right? And given time, you an emotional eater switches from merely eating in response to emotions to massively overeating in response to emotions in a way that you know you are unable to on oxy control, but you're unable to almost like stop yourself or you just feel like kind of out of control and then or engaging in like something compulsive and then that leads to poor body image and low self-esteem, right? So the number one thing I want you to understand is that if you emotionally eat, it's in response to something lacking or missing in your life. And this can be in many different areas of your life. This can be in your friendships, your romantic relationships, your home environment, your work. Did I say friendships? Your friendships. It can be in anything. So you really need to audit kind of like what is what is something missing? Because your body is trying to fill out something missing with food. Because why? We are privileged enough to live in a day and age where food is very accessible. It's the easiest thing to cover up that emotion. Why? Because eating chocolate chip cookies are easier than dealing with the loneliness of maybe you haven't found a partner yet. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you hate your job, right? So it's like, I'm also gonna loop in a little bit of like a sprinkle of alcohol into this. If you're someone who's like, I need a glass of wine to unwind because like, you know, I've had like a hard day at work or whatever. Again, that's a coping mechanism, right? And it's a slippery slope because you're using that to soothe yourself instead of coping with emotions. And that's something to be really ashamed of. This is more, I want you to use this to get curious with yourself. So not to shame yourself, but just to get curious. Like, huh, because it's not a sign of weakness. Emotional eating is not a sign of weakness. It does not mean you lack self-control. It's actually a sign that you need to nourish yourself. And self-loathing or self-punishment or shame is not the solution, right? The real answer is to nourish yourself, mind, body, and soul and come from a place of love and acceptance. And this is your chance to dig deeper, discover, and get curious about it, right? Because you can learn how to listen to your body and your emotions because your emotions are telling you 
things all the time. Um, and there are going to be drivers into your emotional eating. Uh, we actually, there's so much good information in this in actually both healthier you and well-nourished, but even something like emotional eating for like something crunchy means you have anger. Like that's one little thingy in the, the module like I'll share right now. That's like an anger issue. So looking at that, right? And so we, we're going to dive deeper into all those things and kind of what they mean. Um, so you can kind of start to dive into what is driving it for you. So that's number one thing with emotional eating. The second thing I kind of want to just dive into is that there are major hormones and neurotransmitters that are involved with emotional eating. So sugar has been shown to give you that like dopamine hit that also allows you to feel... Hello everyone. I just wanted to quickly hop on here and let you guys know that if you have not heard of Healthier You yet, it is now open and I have added a new masterclass to it, which is the Break the Cycle Emotional Eating Masterclass. So Healthier You is literally the foundational program. It is my ride or die. It is how I live my life to feel my best in my body, to heal from hormones, to heal from under eating, to heal from feeling restricted and just not feeling delicious and nourished when I eat. This includes how to cut sugar, the formula when I'm like eating makes it super simple, tells you how to go out and eat truffle fries and still feel amazing in your body, still heal your hormones and still feel great. So if you've not checked that out, I'm going to leave the link for that down below because this foundation is honestly so easy. It's for those of you who might scroll through, you know, all of the vibey health and wellness content on Instagram and TikTok, wondering how to be, you know, quote unquote, that girl. This is like saving you the tidbits of advice, trying to figure it out, how to piece it all together and just puts it all together for you in a really easy, digestible way. Plus, I do have something special coming next month for you guys who are going to be in it, which is going to be completely free. Um, but yeah, so if you're in it, you're going to get access to that. So if you feel like it is a full body yes to understand how you can really take care of yourself, make healthy eating a lifestyle, balance all your hormones in a way that is like cookies and delicious and nourishing and satisfying, we break it down inside um, and I will leave the link for that down below. And with that, let's get back into the episode. To feel like you want more sugar when you're stressed, right? Because those stress hormones ramp up your cortisol, which then increases your appetite and makes you have cravings for sugar specific things, right? If it's just appetite, if it's true hunger, you would be okay with like avocado toast and you wouldn't necessarily need like cookies, right? So that is why it becomes a vicious cycle because stress also affects food preferences, right? When we are stressed out and we are high cortisol in combination with also high insulin, which high insulin is a fat storage thing. It makes your blood sugar go haywire. Go back and listen to that mini-sode. I think it's two mini-sodes ago. Um, but stress affects your food preferences as well. So when you kind of ingest these emotional eating types of foods, like the high sugar foods, these quote unquote comfort foods, then it perpetuates those hormones and that stress response in your body that like, oh, if I signal this, then I will, then I will get X, Y, Z, right? So just really ask yourself, what is going on here? Let's like, let's break it down because a person experiences emotion or like a feeling and the body mind do not want to feel this feeling as is, right? And so the body and mind trigger the desire for the habit of eating, not because of hunger, but because the habit will change the emotional state. And so that person then eats the thing to experience the new emotion that the person wants to experience, to experience a better feeling. And the brain's reward system gives that nice rewarding shot of neurotransmitters and reinforces the habit. 
So in plain terms, you need to feel happy, good, joyful, fulfilled, and you need to believe good things about yourself and your life so that your brain and body do not then rely on food to do that as its only mechanism, right? Your body and brain will do anything it needs to do with or without your consent to help you feel good. Because technically, we're not consenting to them upregulating these hormones and doing all this. It does it on its own, right? <laughs> but there's things we can do to, you know, actually work on the emotional eating, right? To not rely on the soda pop or the cookies or, you know, whatever it is. So like, do you know what emotions you don't want to feel? Do you know why you don't want to feel them? Do you know where and when you began to soothe or comfort yourself or when you started to go to it for food? Um, and so I'll just run through kind of like a couple of the signs for you guys. And yeah, let's go through the couple of signs. So you eat when you're stressed, you eat as a response to your emotions you seek solace in food. So like when you're down, you seek out like quote unquote comfort food, ice cream, cake, you know, all that kind of stuff. You have trouble losing weight kind of like due to the way you eat because it's a perpetuating cycle of not dealing with your emotions. And then you go to food. Um, you can't stop yourself from eating. You don't, you feel like sometimes your eating is out of control or it's outside of you. You are fascinated with eating food. Like it's constantly on your mind. All you can think about is like, food and when you're going to get food what you're going to have for food you eat even though you're already full or you're not actually having physical hunger cues you think of eating even though you are full and you get random food cravings out of the flu so those are some of like the signs of emotional eating that you guys can start to kind of use and just become aware of in your day-to-day life now i want to end on like why is emotional eating kind of bad for you because some people might argue and well i've seen people try to argue that it's perfectly okay to eat in response to an emotion that if you feel like eating even though you just ate you should eat that if you feel like eating ice cream and chocolate you know after an argument with your boyfriend you should just eat that if you're stressed out and think eating will make you feel better you should just eat and i think if you have absolutely no idea how to tackle the situation and you know you absolutely need to eat obviously in life but as a long-term thing like you need to look into emotional eating to address the problems and emotions because all it's going to do is perpetuate a problem kind of like even going back to the alcohol it's like you start off by a glass of wine to unwind at the end of the week then it becomes you need one every day to unwind from the job that makes you feel shitty emotionally because you have a bad boss that blah 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 and then it turns into a drink every night and then it turns into two to three drinks seven days a week and you kind of see how it becomes very not good for you and like let's also be honest emotional eating is normally driven by inflammatory foods and not foods that like we're, we're not eating like three pounds of raspberries right like no one's ever <laughs> that's not that's not what's gonna happen right so just know and like focus on these things because there is a big connection between all of this there's also a big connection between your hormones it's a big connection between your stress levels and in addition, it's also going to lead to maybe like disordered eating and kind of have binge eating things down the road if you're not already there. But it's also just not going to make you feel great afterwards also because then you might feel guilt, you might feel shame, and it just turns into this, this vicious cycle. So just know that emotionally it can come from the cortisol, it can come from not eating enough, it comes from lack of pleasure, it can come from nervous energy. So when you're stressed or anxious, People can also become very like orally fidgety um, and like you need something in your mouth to kind of calm the nervous system. Childhood habits, and this is something that I've said to many of my clients before, 
so that's no fault of your own, right? When you get a shot or you get like a needle at the doctor when you were little, you got like a lollipop or maybe mom took you out for ice cream, right? So like you were also very taught early on and validated with, it's not like they took you out for like broccoli, right? So just know that like it's it's not your fault. We just, just something, it's like a childhood thing that was wired in as an easily accessible coping strategy that is only going to push things down and make things erupt later, right? Because essentially it's all stuffed emotions. It all comes down to stuffed emotions and needing to get quiet with uncomfortable emotions because people who are uncomfortable with emotions, whether that, you know, confrontations um, at work, frustrations in their marriage, you know, it's a lot easier to go to a piece of cake than open up the communication. It can take the focus off the anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, loneliness, or whatever kind of host of other emotions that we sometimes would rather not feel. Yeah. There is so much power and there's so much strength in being willing to see those emotions um, and definitely rewind this episode because I dropped some questions in there for you guys to start asking yourself to start using um, for emotional eating. So with that being said, I will leave this mini episode here. Definitely jump into healthier you because there is a whole um, masterclass series on emotional eating and how to break the cycle. We even talk about like, um, social situations. We talk about what to do when, you know, there's 50 like cakes in front of you. Well, we, we look, we dive into so much. It's just such a juicy, um, one plus there's going to be a live new module coming. Um, so come and attend live if you're, you're in healthy or you, and you can come ask me any personal questions. So definitely take this episode in, re-listen to it, and then come on June 23rd to the live one. If you're listening to this after that, um, still join Healthier You because that is going to be in the replay. And then you can always like DM me a question and I can always direct you from there. So with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.